This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello. Just a word of warning ahead of this podcast unfortunately there was a microphone issue on the recording for this podcast although the main mic was selected for some reason it has recorded my track on the laptop mic so it sounds a little bit like it's uh, recorded in a toilet it's it's very listenable though so it's not whole 10 toilets it's more terrace view toilet it sounds like it's been recorded in if it was the main show probably wouldn't put it out but because it's a shorter eurovision sh- show it's listenable so rather than having no europa vision podcast we're releasing it anyway so apologies uh, in advance that it's not up to the usual uh, high standard of production but thank you in advance for listening anyway Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com. Welcome to the second episode of Europa Vision that follows Aston Villa's progress through European competition. We're still in it, so that means Armin can join us to discuss what's next as Villa stride on to Athens to lift the Europa Conference League. That's what's happening, isn't it, Armin? Shiashtok, everyone. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the man, the man can speak Hungarian as well. Well, I'm, I'm planning for French Raros. I'm, I'm ready for Budapest. So yeah, that's hello, in case you were wondering. So yeah, we're, we're, we're nearly in the group stage, aren't we? As good as. Some people saying play the kids against uh, Hibs in the second leg, but judging from some of the under-21 results, that would give Hibs a backdoor into the group stage, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't really want to uh, provide them. So it'll be interesting to see who he goes for, but I think it'll be a, a basically a chance to get game time in a lot of players so that uh, Villa matchday squad for Premier League games is battle ready. Yeah, I mean, we can look at the, who, who might play later on, perhaps, but I think Seb Revan's the only of the youth left <laughs> that's that's near the first team. <laughs> we flog the rest, but I, I think he's the only one that might, might make an appearance. 
Yeah, no, that is a good point. We've, we have sold most of the players that you would have expected to uh, line up, uh, like your Archers and uh, Ramsey Jr. Yeah, you you have to be senior and very competent to get into this team, it seems. I mean, the Hibs, we, we've, we've covered it in other shows and we don't need much exploration of that, but clinical, destructive, so clinical that that there was like murmurs uh, in the media that suddenly the Europa Conference League wasn't a fair tournament because whoever was representing the Premier League was going to win it. That's what happened when we sent a you know a proper team up to uh, Edinburgh and we just made sure that tie was done and dusted instantly, didn't we? Yeah, I mean we we talked about it last week, didn't we? What the options were. So one one of them was to go go hard and just win the tie, and then we've got this week sort of to prepare for Liverpool and get get through the fixture, and and that's what they they chose to do and it was quite emphatic wasn't it I, and I wouldn't even I think you mentioned it with Chris they didn't really get out of second gear um, no. particularly so so that was a scary thing there was uh, a lot more to come and I think one thing that we do have in our favour is somebody who's used to winning knows how to navigate it and there's no uh, it's no coincidence that he did what he did because if we look look at the other qualifying uh, playoff games and there's a lot of teams you would have expect to uh, get through or set themselves up to get through they've got battles on their hands and you know some teams have slipped up and potentially have not taken this seriously and they don't mind if they get knocked out which defeats the object of qualifying I mean understandably some teams would have failed in their prime objective in the domestic leagues and this would have been like a wooden spoon and they may just view it like that but uh, any any results that uh, in the other qualifying playoff games that stand out to you? Yeah there's there's a few so worth noting in pot, the, the projected pot one is Ferencvaros or already through so that's hence the the Hungarian intro because that could be a team that we're we're playing um Frankfurt drew away at Sofia so you you'd probably bet bet on them to to get through that tie FC20 it, was an interesting one they they got battered by Fenerbahce 5-1 yeah I've, i mean i've said i've been quite vocal that i think the turkish teams are a main threat to Villa in, in terms of winning this tournament. And Besiktas beats Dynamo Kiev away, yeah. which uh, is a decent result because that was a proper proper matchup there. And Fenerbahce have got rid of potentially a team uh, that would have been... You wouldn't be surprised if uh, 20 got out of the group stages, but they look like they're... Well, they're pretty much out. Yeah. Florentina got beat away at Rapid Vienna. That's an interesting one to see where that where how that goes in the second leg. Um because it would be great to get Fiorentina will be one of the kind of top three, four teams in it in terms of reputation. So it'd be yeah. great to, to get them out. Yeah, although the nightmare would remain <laughs> in the tournament. No, we, there are it's no destiny. more nightmares. They, we must play them. They they must get rid of uh Fiorentina. We it is our destiny. I don't know about you, but since Emery's come in, I haven't had any nightmares. I've been sleeping like, like a baby. Well, no, I'm, I'm not scared of Vienna. I know, but I'm not scared of Vienna anymore. That's it. That, 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 that all of the mythical beasts that we've we've all kind of succumbed to, they're gone. Emery yeah, well, slayed, this is about them. being scared. This is about reverse nightmaring this uh, <laughs> because I'd. I'd love to play them with that team that we sent up to uh, yes, Easter Road. Yes, exactly, exactly. Batter them. I think we'd ransack Vienna. Yeah, I think we would beat them. I, I don't know, it wouldn't be a 5-0 probably, but I think we could, I, I'm sure that they're always a solid outfit, aren't they? They're always kind of, uh, seem to, whenever we play them, certainly. And and these these European sides, like Frankfurt, they, they do get their shit together when they're playing against a better team. So, but yeah, we'd beat them this year, I'm sure. I've, I've, we'd beat everybody in this competition on our day. 
Yeah, I keep saying we're in it to win it, and uh, I think the media is. It's, it's funny how slow the, the main the, the media at large are at, to these things because it's pretty obvious that Villa are one of the big favourites for this because they're so unregarded in the context of English media. It's like a bit, bit, maybe a bit like West Ham were last season that nobody wants to say it out aloud. But but if West Ham, Brighton, or Leicester in the last say decade were. We're in, where are we? We're into September now and they were second in the league in terms of 2023's results. I think they'd get way more coverage than, than we have. I mean, yeah. that's, that's incredible, isn't it? I don't remember the last time we, we were kind of flying this high, but yeah, I mean, who cares really? We don't need their coverage. We just need well, to keep no, going. Exactly. I mean, the, we, we finished the season uh, second to only Manchester City in, in mm. the calendar year and to actually carry that on and still be there after the result that was the Newcastle game. I mean, the longer, it's always worth keeping an eye on that 23, 2023 calendar year record because if we're second, still second as every month passes, then, you know, we're doing something this season. Exactly, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's the fact that we had a couple of, I think I mentioned it in one of the, the uh, Five Reasons articles, it was, we lost three games on the trot. I think it was under Emery last season. We lost then two. Um, we obviously had the Stevenage exit. So we've had a few lows, but we always seem to bounce back because it's methodical. If you keep doing the yeah. right things every game and you've got good players, which we absolutely do, then you'll win more games than you lose and, and, and draw even. So, we're, you know. But, but also because it's meth- like a methodical process uh, as, as you allude to uh, it's about honing it and learning it we, we can only get better surely yes because and- we're still in very much in the infancy so it's building to something it's not as if it's going to regress i mean the only thing that can curtail us is other big key injuries i mean and, and you're looking at martinez and probably watkins there yeah, at the moment. I mean, we've we've coped well, haven't we, with the other two so far? And, and hopefully, we'll sign maybe one more if we, if we lose a few more players. So, Lil would be a, a threat. They they still have work to do. They won two one against Rijeka. Rijeka, the Croatian team. So they have still have work to do when they go to Croatia and uh, Asasuna, who I, who I never really took seriously as a Spanish threat, even though. It's you know it's one of the major leagues. Did lose their home leg against Club Bruges, who uh, would be two one, who would be one of the uh, fancied, let's say, top five teams in this. They've got quite a high high um, rating as well. They're a fifty four. Is their um, coefficient coefficient? That's the word. They're number fifty four seventy seven is Frankfurt. So they're they're quite respected in this in Europe. Yeah, in, Europe. in terms of the draw for the group stages, that's uh, Friday, uh, first of September, the day after Villa play Hibs. This is projection, so based on how you would expect the playoffs to go after the uh, first leg. Before the playoffs, we were in pot three, which does make life a lot harder. But now, uh, we've if the teams that are winning go through, we would be in pot two, which is where pretty much expected to be... Uh, at the start of this, given we've not been in Europe for over a decade, yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't expect to be yeah. in pot one. And you know, pot two. When you're in pot two, you do avoid uh, Florentina, also uh, Maccabi Tel Aviv, be potentially a tricky game. Pot three, if you're in, uh, they're reputable you, names. You'd probably play any of any of the teams yeah. in pot three. You wouldn't care about really. But yeah, you know, if you're in pot, if you were in pot three, and we ended up having to play like Florentina in the next round, plus somebody like Lille or Frankfurt or a, or a Turkish team, 
then we might have a problem. I mean, the thing about these projections is I w- it's just wait for the draw. Yeah, exactly. All these projections, it's actually it's just content for content's sake, really, because some of these projected teams, actually, I don't fancy them getting through the next round or they've got work to do. I think, I think from what I would like to see in the draw for, for fans would be somewhere like Prague would be a good place to go, wouldn't it? And and for the players, I guess somewhere like Astana, the Kazakh team, you'd probably not fancy, I think it probably must be like a four or five hour flight. So yeah. you'd probably prefer closer locations and, and good locations for fans. So that, that's what, what I would like to see. What about trips to Cyprus? <laughs> yeah. Limassol? Limassol? Yeah, why not? Why not? It's probably still quite warm there, I'm sure. Hacken in Sweden. Yeah. Where else have we got? If you had to pick one trip, if you if you're allowed to do one away day, I mean, I, I know you've got uh, a new newborn, so you might have to pump yeah. and dump on the way. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but where where would you actually that, pick that, of of those teams listed in? Uh, well, that, that's the name of my new podcast. It's Pump and Dump. Um, it will be running side by side with this one. <laughs> I, I think is is that um, that looks like there's an Icelandic team. I've never been to Iceland, so I'd quite like to go to. Yeah, me, Bri- me too. I can't pronounce the name Brioblik or something like that, but I, I, I think I'd go there. I'd, I'd like to see Iceland. Yeah, I'm with you with that. In terms of the Hibs tie, uh, Hibs all change it. Hibs. They may have qualified for this tournament last season, but this season, real poor start, and it's cost Lee Johnston his job. They got beat uh, the weekend at home by Livingstone, 3-2, in a bit of a ding-dong affair. So Hibernian now currently bottom of the Scottish Premier League, the only team with zero points. Uh, What was the Hibernian statement in terms of getting rid of Lee they Johnson. They really went to town on it. Uh, the club has taken a tough decision to relieve Lee Johnson of his duties following a disappointing start to the domestic campaign. We wish him all the best, etc., etc. So that's, that's it. Was there, was there any exception? Yeah, was, and his coaching staff, all the best for the future and thank them for their efforts. And that's it. So it was a very, I was, I was looking right, for yeah. kind of something a bit more meaningful. I, I, I was I was looking for more one okay, sentence. Was that, was that too long? <laughs> <laughs> that was too long for him. You might yeah. have to edit some of that out. I think the threshold for Lee Johnson as your manager has has dropped because when he was at Sunderland after Bristol City, he he got dismissed after a six nil thumping by Bolton, and now that, now it's gone down to five nil thumpings. We'll see where he goes. So next. Villa come back to haunt it could him. Be good. If they're just written, the club has taken the tough decision to relieve Lee Johnson and and just left it there. That would have that would have been enough. I think. Though. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that would have been a bit sweeter. I think he's in trouble now in terms of his uh, managerial career. Uh, the Villa game was his five hundredth game. I doubt if there's going to be five hundred more. No, we could. I mean, uh, where, where do you go? Because this was rehabilitation Astana in Kazakhstan. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> looking through some of these European conference names, isn't he's maybe drop a division in in Scotland? Who knows? I mean, he could probably. I mean, if I was him, I would be looking to the states. Probably wouldn't get a job there or Australia just for the lifestyle. Saudis wouldn't be interested. What about Qatar? Because it's a weird one. No, you'd think say Coutinho is linked with a move to Qatar. So, is that considered a? a- yeah, but what, what parallel universe <laughs> where where Lee Johnson is managing Coutinho? How, how did that happen? That's when you know football's gone wrong. Football has gone wrong already. When Mancini, Mancini's left the Italy job to go and manage the Saudi team, <laughs> football's, football's broken. It's it's a big blow, isn't it? If you're going to Scotland to, to resurrect your career and, and you're sacked at Hibs uh, three games into a season, it's, it's not a bright future. Going back to the Mings injury, I think that's shaped potentially the Hibs lineup because initially I thought 
thought in the early stages of this tournament, especially the group stages, this, this is where Emery would be bedding down the Torres and Carlos partnership. And in the Premier League games, you'd see Mings and Konza and probably Torres in that three with the hybrid centre-back whether it's whether it would be Konza with uh, on the playing that right back covering the right back and then you know Luca Dean is left or Torres covering the left and Cash on the right, but because of the Ming's injury, he's obviously had to adopt the strategy where Carlos and Torres have got to learn on the job in the Premier League with a bit more urgency. So they also are now in the realms of they want to be rested potentially for the Liverpool game. So it does change the dynamic of who we will play and I expect Chambers to play. Yes some part but whether that's at right back or as one of the centre backs uh, it's to be determined I mean if Chambers is playing centre back it'll be enough to uh, see off Hibs anyway I wonder if he'll go for Power Torres and Carlos again again just to build that relationship further and, and I guess the only risk there is injury um, but, but then obviously we've got Liverpool on Sunday so I just don't know who else yeah. if Chambers is in the middle one of them will have to play with him and then who do you play right back we've only got Cash so we're actually short a centre back, aren't we? Really? So it's 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 tricky to to see how. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if he went for yeah. those two again, just like you said before, to build build that relationship further. Yeah. The the thing is, though, it, the hips isn't really offering much of a challenge for them, is it? We we're not going to learn anything beyond just giving them familiarity of playing together. Possession build up. We'll have a, probably a lot of possession, and I guess that the, the thing they have over Mings. And to be fair to Mings, I think. People outside the club like to mock him and they hate him. But actually, if you watch our games, you see that he he evolved quite well under the Emery passing system. I, I don't think it comes. Na- I don't think yeah. it comes naturally to him, and that's why I think longer term, as we we discussed beforehand, didn't we? I think longer term that that change would have happened at some point, probably. Yeah, you could. I mean, you could see it in pre-season. I mean, I wrote the column for the BBC on this that you saw in pre-season that the first game against Newcastle in the, in the States, he brought on Torres and Carlos as a pair in the second half and then he started that pair against Fulham and you could see by that that this is something he, he saw as a pairing distinct pairing and he thought both of them have won the UEFA Cup Europa League so he knows that is definitely a pairing that will work in Europe the only doubts is you know in the Premier League but they have to play and you're not spending 30 million each if you don't think they're going to be any good in the Premier League of course they'll be okay but you know it's getting up to tempo but they would definitely be starting in the uh, the beauty of the Conference League was it give, gives Emery a chance to bed things down like it's like a, a sandbox to try things out and bed them down so you could see long term that's where you'd want to go and also you're thinking well Mings is well. It's, 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 I mean, Carlos isn't no spring chicken, is he? No, and he's got that horrendous injury behind him. And and I think that it's it's very difficult with people get very touchy with some Villa players. And I think if you were being honest, Carlos's first two games against Bournemouth, Everton were weren't great. Um, then obviously yeah. he had the injury, but then even in pre-season he had a few dodgy moments of swings and misses, and, and just a few clumsy moments. And actually, I'm, I've been really pleasantly surprised with the last two league, or so the Hibs game and the um, Everton game, and even Burnley. He, he does. He's actually looking a bit more assured now, isn't he? He's looking a bit more the, the real deal. The stress test comes against that's, Liverpool Anfield. That's when we get to see Torres and Carlos in a in a proper dogfight, for want of a better term. Yeah. Right. We will, because it's the second leg and it was such a uh, walk in the park, the first one, there's there's not that much to, to talk about in terms of uh, the game, but obviously with the draw coming up, we will do a, a show reacting to that draw 
and a, a discussion of the uh, the three teams that we will be facing. So that's when Europa Vision starts to warm up once we're knee deep in to the group stages. And you'll be flying me out, I believe, to the to the draw as well. Oh, you're off to Monaco, yeah, absolutely. are you? <laughs> Phil's paying for the flight. That's when you know that uh, that you've made it. It's when we're just on a whim flying out just to hear the draw in person. <laughs> sat, sat there with Monchi. Monchi will take me out on his private jet, maybe. Monchi and Monaco. <laughs> what a combination. Before we go, uh, just make sure you uh, follow the podcast on My Old Man Said on X or Twitter as it used to be. Or uh, My Old Man Said at on threads or Instagram or Facebook. And you can follow Armin on uh, X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, uh, at Villain Armin, A-R-M-E-N. Right, on that note, it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage nissan townstar ev strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty and with a bench full of all-star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all-star quality search nissan townstar ev and visit your local all-star van center to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.